Blog Talk Radio. what 
people have done for us and what they have laid down their lives to do, but is finally taking a really good look at couldn't we begin to imagine, to envision a real Memorial Day, one that's truly overflowing with gratitude and optimism and all the things that we want to envision for a real, progressively advancing humanity. And that's the day when we may say, gosh, a long time ago there used to be this thing called war. But you know what? We've gotten beyond that. And I will tell you, people, and this has been heavy on my heart for years, if not for hours or minutes, that the only way we're going to get to that point is if we start to look at the world accurately. What that means is we no longer accept without question what I'd like to call and others have called the materialist view of the world. That is a view of the world where there is no divine, however you choose to define that to be, and often we are very confused as to how to define that, and really it's very mysterious, and that's probably a good thing, but we often attribute things to the divine that doesn't need to be there. And even in our shared understanding, why don't we start with God is love? We don't need to use the word God to believe that in the path of our own very human experience, we have seen the evidence of something more. It's so important. And lately I've been thinking about science and how hostile it can be to things that are not within its little box. And really, if that's just one way of looking at science, real science expands. Real science is filled with paradigm-shattering discoveries. So this isn't anti-science. It's anti-what the people in the box have always been hostile to ideas that are way outside of it. But the problem is that's exactly what science is. It continually expands to those things that are outside of that box. And thank, we can be very thankful for that because that's the only way we've gotten as far as we have. But I found myself, and honestly, I was just doing the dishes. I had dinner. I was thinking about this. I've been reflecting about this today. I have written about this today um, in my own space. I have thought about this very deeply. And we just can't go on this way. That's the thing. We don't have the luxury to keep repeating history. We don't have that luxury. Not in the technological world. Not in the world that had it existed many years ago, none of us would probably be here at all. We need to start really looking forward, those of us who don't just believe in this but know it. And 
you know what? It's time. Um, I think I was putting dishes in the dishwasher, and I just thought, I am going on the air. I've had enough. I have had enough with our just giving in to agreeing with a paradigm, a way of expressing reality that we know isn't true. Many of us know it isn't true. We've seen it ourselves. I have seen coincidences even today that are totally impossible, and I would wager so have a lot of other people. We know there is more to it. We know we can actually feel the energy, and we can feel those who have passed on before us, and they are just waiting for us. We are all waiting for humanity, and we are humanity. And we are not independent of the divine. We are waiting for the day when we transcend, when we finally say, hey, this is actually the way it is, and you know what? You're wrong. You're wrong. The people who think that reality is so narrow, so tiny, so perhaps related to making a lot of money, because that always has something to do with it, so related to just these horrendous divisions between people, because that is breaking us, all of us. I see that breaking everybody right now. No matter what your spiritual path, it's breaking you. I see it, because we just can't go on this way. We have to find a place where we can come together. And, you know, interestingly enough, those who have seen evidence of a higher spiritual reality have that space available to them. And that space is unconditional love. Even those who haven't seen it know it. Deep down, they know You see things that you can't explain, and you don't know how to explain it in materialistic terms. Maybe it's just quantum physics, Jess. Well, fine. Let it be expressed in a scientific way that makes you feel comfortable. I don't need to do that. I'm a scientist. Um, I was a mathematician anyway. Some would say a computer scientist isn't a scientist. Well, you know what? I did plenty of things in the sciences in my life. And I think I qualify to be a scientist, not to mention that I hope to research even more. There is so much we need to reflect upon. There is so much that we need to look at in an expansive way. And we need to be careful not to accept limited definitions that don't actually fit who we are and what we know is the truth. What we know is reality. What we know we are truly led to be. I've been reading, um, I've kind of had a marathon reading session this week, and I've been reading an author that many of you maybe haven't heard of, Ali Smith. A-L-I Smith, which is easily the spelling that you expect. And, you know, She begins her book, Autumn, which I know some of you are in Great Britain. Welcome to those of you overseas. I know today 
has been a pretty, or this weekend in general, has been a pretty tumultuous day in the EU. I know I have people listening. I know that as an American, I'm probably not as aware as I should be, and I'm trying to become more aware. But even so, this isn't about fear. This isn't about division. This isn't even about climate change. Guess what, folks? I actually believe there may be evidence that some of the other planets are changing too. That doesn't mean that we haven't done our share to harm the Earth. But in a way, there's some hope in that if you start to look at it. And I heard that theory years ago, and I still tend to see some things that support it. And maybe in future shows I will talk about that, and that may be you know, taking away your holy grail. Well, it's not meant to be. We need to look at these things. We need to stop being in our little boxes because that's a box too. And if you look at it, truthfully, it's actually more scary if you want to be scared. I don't want to be scared. This is a show about the frontier beyond fear, but naturally we all have fears. I have them too. Um, it's a little bit more daunting to think of it that way. I will say that. But honestly, there are people who have honestly been reflecting on that for many years. And I think it deserves some time because we need to be looking at all angles. But with that said, that's just an example of a box we define. And it doesn't take away our responsibility. It doesn't take away what we've done to this earth. I don't know if we've actually progressed in the way that we were supposed to. We're here, so apparently we were supposed to. There are some who would say that um, lately I've been thinking about the American West and how pristine it was, although honestly it wasn't totally pristine. I had heard when I first arrived in Oregon that the Native Americans sometimes cleared trees too. They needed to grow things. They did, and they lived in the valleys where they're not Maybe there weren't as many trees, but it is true sometimes, but not to the degree we have. And obviously, we have made many decisions that are not wise and are not in harmony, not only with the earth, but with the health of greater humanity. There are many things we need to think about, and many of those decisions have been financially motivated. Now, before we get on our high horse criticizing that, Let's think about where that all started. It really all starts in fear and survival. As long as we think, and I mean all of us, any of us think, that we need certain things to survive, and maybe we need to collect so many of those things because we're just so terrified if we didn't have them um, because, you know, that's survival mode. Well, that leads to a lot of things. And there's no question there are industries that are employing countless numbers of us that if we were to go to a point where we were beyond war, those industries would need to shift. But I would wager, getting back to the Memorial Day theme, when you know someone that you have loved who has died in battle, which is what Memorial Day is about, or whose life has been maimed by battle, which is what it should be about, um, even more so expansively. But I will hold the, the honored definition. I will. I care about all those young souls, many of them young. Look at World War I. I don't have it here. 
discuss. I have a program from this memorial service I went to this morning. I just came upon it. I thought it was later in the day. And sometimes, um, you know, many of us, we we just don't know what to think. We We, of course, have emotions and care about those who have been lost in wars. Of course we have. We also want to live in a world that feels safe to us, but our motivations are not really driving us to the best possible outcome. And if we continue this way with conflicts that have gone back for many, many centuries, many of them leading one to the other, if you study it, um, all the things that are going on right now, all of the refugee crises. Why do we have refugees? Well, because there's something awful going on that displaces them. Well, what caused that? You can go all the way back, and you may have to go really far back. And I'm not just talking one part of the world. And we must have empathy. And at the same time, we need to look at what's going on and say something is amiss. That may seem obvious. Something is seriously amiss. What is the answer? What is the key? We have to take it higher, people. We have to take it higher. We know what reality is. We have to take it higher. We have to stop selling ourselves short. All across the board, people are denying what they actually know to be true about this world of ours. And how you interpret darkness and evil, yes, of course, that influences it. Many of us don't even use that term evil. It's very difficult to define, but we certainly have seen darkness. We don't even need to talk about all of our differences regarding What's the source? And here I'm talking supernaturally. There are huge theosophical debates going on about this, or theological debates. We don't need to even talk about that right now. What we need to talk about, and I can mention this too, is darkness, however you define it. If you believe in an omnipresent God, an omnipresent divinity, However you define it, whether you just want to call it the angels, whether you want to call it spirit, what we often share is that that spirit is love. Even if you don't believe in it, you know love exists. And you know deep in your hearts that we can't go on like this. We really can't. We need to take it higher. I'm going to take a Brief breath here. Can't even speak for the moment. Let's see here. Oh my gosh, that is great. I wanted to see the Frontier Beyond Fear is on the front page of Blog Talk Radio in in prime time. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. I really appreciate that because this is an important topic. Yes, I went to a memorial service today. Yes, I just happened upon it and decided to stay. And it touched my heart. I think about everyone who's come before me. I think about 
when I go to my father's grave, who was in World War II, and I see fresh graves with young souls around him, even as I honor the older souls as well, or the older people in a particular life, of course that touches my heart. This has nothing to do with a lack of honor or empathy for those who have lost their lives in war. This has to do with where are we headed next? How many times can we repeat history? Do we know our history? Do I know history well enough? Well, you know what? I'm standing here or sitting here in front of my computer and raising my hand to say I'm the first. I used to know it. I used to know a lot about history. Well, some of those memories have faded, so maybe some of us need to study that again. But that doesn't mean that we need to get depressed and say, oh, we're repeating it again. It requires awareness, but we need to take it higher. That's what this show is about tonight. I am so grateful that Blog Talk Radio has highlighted this show tonight. I hope there are people out there listening. I haven't come on the air very often lately, but I think that I'm touching on something that reaches every one of our hearts because when it comes right down to it, we all want to live in a place, in a world where our children are safe, where our grandchildren are safe, where we don't need to endlessly repeat this, these cycles where even if, yes, you know, maybe we're employed in an industry that is profiting off of things, well, you know what? Deep down at the human heart level, we want people to actually live. We want people to actually thrive. We don't really want to be afraid anymore. Nobody does. This is a show about fear. I've learned over the years to be realistic about it. It's not very easy to get beyond your fears, and maybe it's not even healthy. And fear can be a catalyst, but what we can do is not be driven by our fears. And I think if we really look at where we are today and what's happened, that's exactly what's happened, is we tend to make very rash and um, and I'm saying as, as a society, we tend to make decisions that are driven by fear, whether that is just basic survival, um, there's your money-making uh, motivation, or fear of the other. And we need to start looking at one another as not so different from ourselves. We need to realize there are children and grandchildren and babies being born all around this world of ours. And every one of them is born with their eyes open and ready for a real and loving and engaging life. And instead, we're repeating these cycles. And we need to get beyond it. I went to a Memorial Day service today. It was very moving. I thought about many people who had died. 
And I then, as my thinking evolved, and I walked in nature after it, and it was wonderful as usual, then I got to thinking about what if we could remember a day? What if there was a service someday or a ceremony or a get-together? You can define it however you like. What if that actual gathering was about remembering war when it no longer exists? We need to change. We need to grow. We need to start being more honest. We need to start being more honest with one another about what we believe in. You know what? It's hard. I know this. And I am doing my best, just like in the days when I used to write on that old Oprah forum, which that was a wonderful place in many ways because we came together and we talked. This is very consistent with the kind of thing that we might have talked about, although I don't think this particular topic ever came up. But we tried to find the place where we meet in the middle, where we find a way to the key. I wish I could tell you what the answer is. I don't know the answer. I don't know all the steps. But what I do know is that love is the answer. It may be vague. It may seem just too um, obtuse and fuzzy. It may seem to have nothing to do with any kind of advancement, even science. What does love, for heaven's sake, have to do with science? Well, for heaven's sake, quite a bit. We need to start looking at what's really happening. We need to start paying attention. We need to do our best to be ourselves, and we will fail often. I almost did a show. I never did get around to it, around Easter, about the denials of Peter. I thought that would reach a lot of people because I know that this show is listened to by a lot of people. And you have wide-ranging beliefs. And I realized how common that experience is, where, where Peter denied what he knew to be true. He'd been around it all the time. Whether you believe this to be a true accounting or not, it doesn't matter. Just, just look at it even symbolically, how he denied it. We do it all the time because peer pressure is real. But what I'm concerned about in our world today is that the people who are telling us what reality is have no clue. They haven't taken the time to really explore it. They are so caught up in their materialistic paradigm that they're dragging all of the rest of us with them, even though we know for a fact. And I'm not going to belittle these people. I love these people. They need to open their eyes and have the courage to look outside the box because it's real what's out there. And it's obvious, and you don't need anybody else to prove it to you. It might take some time, but if you open yourself up and say, show me, this is what happened to me, although then you'll find out and realize you've been being shown all along, and that's fine. Many years ago, I asked that question. Show me the way. 
If I hadn't asked that question, I wouldn't be here. Things really changed quickly after that. Some of them were not so easy to integrate, but that's been many years ago now. And over time, I've realized we don't need to define the way in some um, microscopic, I can't even speak, microscopically detailed terms. We do not. As long as we see, because what I really discovered is the way is love. The way is unconditional love. And if you look at people who have transcended times of division, and I realize I never did quote Allie Smith, and I so wanted to do that. We're running out of time in the live show, and I may do that in the extended program. If I do once again want to thank any live listeners who are out there tonight. This show showed up from out of nowhere, and I see that in prime time, it's, it's for Enliven Upcoming, and I am just so grateful for that because we really need to be thinking about this. And it doesn't matter what, what direction you are approaching this show from. And that's something I love about Blog Talk Radio is that we are so diverse. And if you want to hear the rest, you can listen to the podcast in just a little bit because I expect I probably will wrap this one up pretty soon. But I did want to read. Anyway, thank you, live audience, because we're almost done. FrontierBeyondFear.com, which is really needing to be updated, but that's your source for finding the archive for this show. Um, if you want to know whenever I'm going to spontaneously go on the air, um, follow the show if you're a, if you have a Blog Talk Radio login or get one because that's how you'll get an email saying that we're going on the air. Now we're in the archive. I really do need to say something about Allie Smith, even though it seems like it may go backwards. And I've been intending to read these books of hers for a while. Some of you will find them perhaps um, politically objectionable. Well, you know what? This isn't about politics. This is about finding that place where we can come to a mutual understanding. That's what it's about. No matter what I feel about my own personal um, approach, my own personal political approach in the world, that's not what I'm about. I'm really about our finding ways to see reality, to see empathy, to see the truth and not one view is going to encompass all of that. I said something tonight that was very contrary to some popular views uh, about climate change. It's because I'm an explorer and I have the courage to really look at it, and others have as well. And I'm not stating facts. I'm just saying we need to look at it more. And I am concerned about how science is governed by the funding that fuels it. And we need to be careful about that. That's true in every domain, from medicine to environmental sciences. We need to, in fact, you know, you have to wonder, um, would a scientist, would Galileo have made his discoveries in today's world if relying on funding from some particularly motivated source? I have no idea. You kind of have to wonder about it. In fact, I can think of plenty of scientists because it's 
easier to go with the status quo. That's always been easier, but that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it true. And we need to open our minds and say, well, what the heck is really going on here? Do we actually totally understand it? And truthfully, what I've represented there does not belittle um, that we need to change how we're going about things as a species. If anything, it makes the, the situation of more concern to figure out, okay, how do we adapt? What's going on? How do we change? But even as I'm saying that, I'm again, what am I doing? Accepting the materialist world view. We do it constantly. We think that we are so very limited, but we're not. We're not limited. We think that the only way, for example, that we're going to explore this universe. I heard recently about something where you can send your name to Mars. Well, guess what? I'm not really interested, and there's a reason for that, because I don't think that limited view of humanity's expansion is really where it's at. I don't know how long technology will be around, but my real sense is that it's a stepping stone. I don't think it is evidence of an advanced race. I think it is evidence of a race, just like in the movie 2001. Those of you who would be more familiar with the movie than anything else, um, the age of tools, it's the culmination of the age of tools, which is actually pretty primitive. So I really don't place any real merit in that kind of a future, I think that it's doing us some good and it's doing us some not so good things. It's doing many things right now. Um, I wouldn't be on the air right now without it. But the thing is, and what I was about to say, is when you understand just how expansive reality actually is, you realize the truly advanced races know that there are no divisions of space or of time, none. That's real exploration. Everything about exploration has to do with human consciousness. That's where it's at. It's about exploring there. You want to reach beyond the boundaries? That's a lot quicker, <laughs> or maybe not, depending. But it's not about machines. It's not about AI. It's not even about advanced medicine. Those are all stepping stones. We could have gotten here without any of them, but we chose this path. So, okay, I do want to say something about Allie Smith because it just so, so reached me, and now I'm losing. Okay, great. I'm not finding the part that I want to read. Well, maybe I'm not supposed to read it tonight. I may have to save this for another show. Oh, here it is. This is actually not about the United States, although it could be. This is actually referring to Brexit in England, and I'm not going to, you know what? Let's just approach this in the most open way possible because I know even in the archive, this show has a very open an expansive audience, and I really want to read this because it's important. 
I at least want to read some of it. I won't read the whole thing because it goes on for pages. All across the country, there was misery and rejoicing. All across the country, what had happened whipped about by itself as if a live electric wire had snapped off a pylon in a storm and was whipping around or whipping about in the air above the trees, the roofs, the traffic. All across the country, people felt it was the wrong thing. All across the country, people felt it was the right thing. All across the country, people felt they'd really lost. All across the country, people felt they'd really won. All across the country, people felt they'd done the right thing. And other people had done the wrong thing. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Like I said, this goes on for a while. All across the country, people felt legitimized. All across the country, people felt bereaved and shocked. All across the country, people felt righteous. All across the country, people felt sick. All across the country, people felt history at their shoulder. All across the country, people felt history meant nothing. Okay, let's see. I jumped a little bit, otherwise I would be reading too much here. <laughs> All across the country, the media was insane. That's Okay. All across the country, things got nasty. All across the country, nobody spoke about it. All across the country, nobody spoke about anything else. And here I'm going to jump way ahead. All across the country, the country was divided. A fence here, a wall there, a line drawn here, a line crossed there, a line you don't cross here, a line you better not cross there, a line of beauty here, a line dance there, a line you don't even know exists here, a line you can't afford there, a whole new line of fire, line of battle, end of the line here, there. That's Allie Smith. And the book is Autumn. There are two others, and I'm still reading spring. There's winter and spring, and I assume there's going to be a summer. But what it expresses, and this may be your country, your world, wherever you are listening today, I know there's a lot going on in the EU. In America, we are probably far too ignorant about it. And maybe people don't really understand what's going on over here. But what I do know is we are divided. And all you have to do, if you're brave, turn on different news networks, completely opposite approaches to what's going on, and just as many people believing or close in whatever's being said. And it, without even saying, this one is right, this one is wrong, this is what's going on. And we can't go on this way. We're not talking about it. I'm talking about it now, but we talk about it. We talk about it anyway. We're losing friends over it. 
we're we're just not going in a direction that's going to lead to a resolution that is consistent coming back to the theme with love. We have to raise it higher. We need to take it to another level, and we need to do this as soon as possible, individually, in our hearts, in every day that we approach our lives. We need to smile at the people that we come across, and we need to do so without thinking about which side of the line they're on. We need to realize we've got some serious problems. There are places in the world, and I know that there are places that people are listening tonight which are very challenging places to be. I can't even begin to know what everyone's listening, what what you're dealing with in your lives, and yet I know people right around me, I've had my challenges, we've all had serious challenges as well. There are people in the United States which... which you know, many people right now facing some real challenges, just being in survival mode. This is real. It makes it very difficult to process what's going on at a higher level. And yet we must. We don't have a choice because we can't let history repeat itself. And we can't be dogmatic. We need to be empathic. We can't be hostile. We need to be peaceful. But at the same time, we need to hold our space and ground in love and find the way to expand that circle to include as many people as possible. We need to realize that what's going on right now is really a product of our fears. And we all have them. And now is a time when many are afraid. And we need to do our best to realize we believe in a reality. Many of us, if you don't believe in anything, you envision a reality that is higher than this. We need to take it higher. And that's why... While I was cooking dinner tonight, after reflecting about this, to a degree writing about this, after going to a truly wonderful memorial service this morning, after hearing bagpipes while I was walking and being called that way, after all of these things, and there were no divisions in that audience that I could tell. There were people who'd lost people. There were people who had fought battles. There were people who had been in World War II. Not very many left. And, um, you know, deep down, it's really hard, this may seem obvious, to lose someone to war. And we don't need to keep going down those paths. Again, we don't have that luxury. We really don't. Because the technological world, the world we live in, it doesn't give us as much space. We think it gives us tons of space, but in the wrong hands, in 
fear-based hands, it isn't really helping us. Now, we're here. We're using it. I'm using it now. But we need to realize we don't have the slack. That's the word that I was trying to come up with. We're not being cut the slack in quite the same way. And yet, ironically, what am I doing? I'm going in circles. I'm doing the same thing that we always do as I just once again succumb to the materialist world. And this is what I'm talking about. We have to stop it. We know it. We know that the real world is higher than that. We know that there is more to this and that and what that gives us truthfully is power, but not in an egotistical or controlling sense. What can be more overwhelming than the power of unconditional love? We may come from many different belief systems, but we believe in unconditional love, many of us. And not to repeat it, but I will, even if we don't have a belief system, if we're an agnostic or an atheist and just don't know how to label it, we still believe in love. Love is why people were at the memorial service today. There was a lot of love there. That's what it was about. And we need to take it higher. And that's what I have to say this Memorial Day. Thank you very much for those of you who listened live, those of you who are listening in the archive. This is Susan Larison Dand. This show has been on the air since, gosh, how long? Is it 2010? I haven't been doing many episodes yet, or lately. Yeah, yet. There's more to come. But the thing is, we're here, we're together, and we need to find that place where we meet in love. Take care, everyone. I hope to see you soon. Follow the show if you're on Blog Talk Radio or get a Gosh, I don't want to seem crassly commercial here, but it does help you to know if there's a new show coming up. Um, but if you don't want to follow the show, just come come by every once in a while and see what's going on because we really need to talk about these things. Take care, everyone.